0: This is Sander Wolf, the Culture Agent Columnist for Long Beach Post, and I'm here with...
1: Griselda Suarez, Executive Director of the Arts Council for Long Beach.
0: Welcome, and thank you so much uh, for taking the time to speak with me, and congratulations on the new job. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, I guess I I was thinking a little bit about the the search process. You were on the search committee, is that correct?
1: Um, I was... Um When I first started on the board, I was asked to be on the search committee, and then once I decided to uh, consider the position, I resigned from the board and from the committee.
0: Oh, okay. But during that time when you were participating in the search, um, did you feel like the process was going well? Did you feel like it was set up correctly and that that the end result would be finding a, a candidate that uh, um, would accept the job
1: well you know we, we had a very transparent process as a board member when we when I started on the fall there was a presentation and how, how the process was going to go um, and how you know we were going to select the candidates, um, so uh, I felt very confident about uh, going forward once we did start the search. Mm-hmm. I think it was a very uh, thoughtful um, process. Right.
0: Yeah. And it, it, you, you got a bunch of applications, and there were two candidates, I believe, ultimately, that were selected from the larger group that had submitted applications. And why do you think that neither of them ultimately took the job?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know. I wasn't part of those conversations. Mm-hmm. I have no idea actually. Um, that's something that our work president Marco could possibly um, a- answer.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when you felt like, when, when, the, when the, the, the possibility of you taking the job mm-hmm. arose, how did the, that conversation go? How was that? How was that? Uh, addressed to you.
1: Um, I was. Um, I was thinking, honestly, um, when we were looking at um, at CVs, I was like, you know what? I don't know why I didn't apply, and this is something that I've always wanted to do my entire life. Um, once I figured out like what my life purpose was about and serving community and I as an artist. Um, And so um, when the committee, um, again, like you mentioned, I don't know what happened with the other candidates, but when the committee was um, reconsidering and thinking, you know, we need to find more candidates, um, I said, well, why not? And I applied.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So. you mentioned that you uh, have a background in, in art making. And, yes. Um, can you talk a little bit about what that is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we as in my wife and I, were both artists. Um, and we actually met at Idlewild School of the Arts. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was kind of my first, that was my first experience in going to a place that had all kinds of artists. Um, I grew up in L.A. and the kind of art I was doing growing up was murals. Obviously, I was very influenced by my urban environment and all the murals I was seeing in the neighborhoods. Um, there was mural programs and the school also encouraged mural painting and drawing so that's how I kind of started. But when I got to Idlewild, I saw musicians and jazz musicians and classical musicians and. Um, um, I saw actors and poets and writers and painters and drawers and sculptors and ceramicists all together. We were all young people. I I received a scholarship to attend, um, Isomata, what it was called then, Uh, and that really impacted my life. So I went to college and decided to major in studio art, and I concentrated in mixed media sculpture and painting, and I also studied... Latin American literature and Spanish, because that was also one of my other passions. And um, by the time I got to my senior art gallery show, I realized that um, all my, I had painted a mural for one part of my thesis and then the other one was mixed media sculpture and all the sculptures were full of words. So I said, oh, I'm a writer. (laughs) And that's when I started exploring that craft and unfortunately I was towards my end of my college career so when I when I graduated from college I moved to San Francisco to do nonprofit uh, nonprofit work and I enrolled in City College and met some great poets and some great teachers at City College and then kind of restarted my arts life even though I've been writing my entire life I needed to know about craft and process mm. and that was new to me within the writing world um, and I got into book arts and you know, crafting books and binding and all the paper—it's so exciting. And um, uh, when decided to go to graduate school and get my MFA in writing. Oh wow! Yeah.
0: So when you went to San Francisco, you said you were working in the nonprofit world. What, mm-hmm. were, you, what were you doing specifically?
1: I was the associate director of a educational nonprofit. Our goal was to. Prepare first generation low income college students, first generation low income students in high school for college. And so our purpose was to increase uh, first generation uh, college students in the local colleges. Um, And then from there, we also started doing um, uh, best practice training, training other nonprofit leaders about our programs and our best practices so that they can also encourage their young folks in, in their programs to apply to college and then I got involved with the women's building um, while I was there and so I, I helped with various projects there too.
0: That's great. Yeah. Now that's something um, that I think most people would agree is necessary here in Long Beach mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, maybe even earlier intervention than high school um, mm-hmm. uh, that there's a, a real need for um, Meaningful arts and culture um, programming in uh, the lives of young people as they come up, so that um, it plays a larger role in their thinking and in their in their working and their doing. Um, I know that the Arts Council traditionally has had some role um, mm-hmm. in in those kinds of programs, such as um, many years ago there was a program called Passport to the Arts I mm-hmm. it's still active. It is. It um, is. And also. Um, Ion um, Design was another one mm-hmm. that, that's, that was very, very successful. Do you see opportunities, uh, I know it's really still very new for you, but um, are, the, are those priorities for you? Uh, how do you hope to uh, address those, expand them, or support them?
1: Um, they, they, they are priorities because they are part of our, our, our life here at the Arts Council. They're a part of our everyday everyday programming. Um, right now, we're towards the end of Ion Design, um, and so that program is still active. And um, there are wonderful pieces that come out of Ion Design, um, and so we want we continuously look for grants that support our arts education program. Um, Passport. Uh, we continue to do, and we just have arts enrichment grants that just were just announced. Um, and you know we have so many schools in the school district applying now. Um, what I would like to see is um, even um, more of an increase of applicants um for to have arts in the schools. I think uh as the arts council we are in a good place um as far as arts education we. We in, in ways are on trend or even ahead of the trend when it comes to how we go into the schools. Um, I am design is in a wonderful program um, that gets students teaching in a very students uh, learning in a very different way. Um, I'm sure you know that the arts impact the brain at, you know in development stages and makes. Uh, students become critical thinkers, right? because it's, it's about process, but it's also about imagination and that's, that's really um, a key part to, to a young person's mind. Um, I would like to increase um, the kinds of education we do because I see arts education linked to arts advocacy. Um, we may have the next great painter, sculptor, or dancer, or actor or musician in one of those programs. But we may also have the best next um, arts advocate, someone who says, I love the arts. I may be not the best person to do the arts, but I love the arts. And they're going to be the next patron at the Long Beach Museum of Art, at MOLA, at the symphony, at the orchestra, at local uh, venues. Maybe they become become a community leader and want to support the arts in their neighborhood. And so we need to be able to give them access to the arts so that they understand the arts and know the importance in their community. So I, I think there's opportunities um, for funding or for collaborations to see how we can increase arts participation for every resident or every young person and, and um, have it be an important part of their living here in Long Beach. I think it's important.
0: Well, I, I think you've, you've touched on something really I think that's critical. And, and one of those things is, is um, understanding um, what the assets are in the community. And um, I know that there have been attempts over the years to get a sense of what those assets are, but there hasn't really been an effective or um, comprehensive um, effort to really assess what the cultural and creative resource assets are in the city, Mm -hmm. Um, neighborhood by neighborhood, council district by council district, so that we as, as arts advocates and um, we as a, a, as a municipality mm-hmm. can, can honestly have a conversation uh, about what it is we have and what the needs are. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering, um, I, I don't know if this is outside the scope of what you're doing right now, yeah. but what are your thoughts on that? I mean, how do you think we can go about figuring out what the assets are, and um, assessing what the needs are so that we can start meeting those needs. I think, the reason why I'm asking this is because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people start doing things because they think it's a good idea to do them but they never really take the time or the effort or the expense to mm-hmm. do that hard assessment process which is really necessary to produce effective and meaningful change. Right.
1: Um, so- I think we can do this through open conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, Next month in April, and I was just going through my calendar to see if I can find the calendar date. Um, But the last week of April, we will be having a conversation about community arts leaders, which is, um, I don't think it's new here to Long Beach, but there are many, there are other municipalities that are having arts leaders nights and mixers and conversations, and I think we need to start start to have them here. And the reason why I say that is because it's the community arts leaders that know those those needs, right? They're the ones that are doing the work day to day, trying to beautify their neighborhood or have more people involved at a cafe night or have more people involved in some sort of project. And so if we start with um, recognizing and identifying those leaders, Um, and I really hope they come to this um, meeting Um, we can begin by saying okay what does the city need what does your community need what do you see is going on Um, and we'll have other artists there that uh, do that combine their art skill with work social justice work or community work that they find important and so we'll have some models there people that are passionate about that topic so I think we can start there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with our open conversations and having an ongoing dialogue Um, you know we we want to be be a resource for our residents and for our artists and for our city officials to know what's going on and what's there um, and maybe even what's not there right Um, and one of our big projects is the public art database um, and being able to have Everyone have access to the great accessible art that you can just like, oh, let's go to the park and see this cool sculpture, um, and then find out who the artist is and maybe how he got there, who funded it, or um, any special information about the artist or the piece would would it be available in our in our database. And that's one of the big projects for this year. Yes.
0: That's going to be great. Yeah. Will that also include um, art public art projects that weren't. Um, Uh, uh, like created or managed by the Arts Council yes it will it's gonna cover everything yes oh that's fantastic yes and so tell me about that project how is that gonna unfold how's that gonna happen
1: well you know we are um, you know when I arrived I I heard um, through various means that this is our 40th year Mm. and that's a great success in itself Uh, and I think it would be great if... Uh, and we're working on this. We're, we're, we're figuring out um, the details. How will our online presence support this? Mm-hmm. What is the best way to go about that? How will it be searchable? We're answering all those questions. But we're also looking at how this will really um, captivate um, and energize artists to, to know that we care about an artist who did a piece in the city. Right. You know? Right. Um, and you know it's our 40th and so why not make this our big project for our 40th and say we care about the arts here um we care about that mural in that corner in that neighborhood um because people walk by it every day and they look at it and they learn something from it um so that project is is something that we started last summer so it's a big one Mm -hmm. Um, and so as me me coming on i just had to Figure out where we're at and what else we need to go to move forward and not stop the momentum on that right. wonderful, that wonderful piece of um, information that all of us will have.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. The yeah. other thing that I want to mention, since you were talking about um, online resources, um, the uh, the artist registry uh, has been around now for a long time. It's been, I want to say, five, six, seven years, something like that, and it's not mm-hmm. quite up to a thousand. Um, artists represented in that in that registry, and I know that's scant. That's not not an accurate reflection mm-hmm. of the um, the number of artists who live and work uh, in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you have any ideas about um, how we can swell those ranks. Uh, mm-hmm. Make m- make people understand a that it's a valuable resource to be in. And B then motivate them to actually represent themselves there, mm-hmm. and then perhaps C um, figure out creative ways of um, encouraging people to use the registry mm-hmm. as a, as a resource. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh,
1: There's several. One first is it. I know we have it. I know we have artists already in it, um, but the question, of course, with some I'm coming in with new eyes, right? Sure. And so I'm like, okay, is this working in the platform that we have it in? Um, and is it the best way to have it? So that's technical. That's like, okay, how can we improve this? Are there, do they need any improvements? Um, talk to the artists on how easy it is to register all those great things, right? Um, on the other hand, there's a really big, com- I think you're right. There's a really big conversation to be had on how to creatively, um, and effectively use artist, artist registry. Um, last spring, I was part of IdeaFest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I was one of the organizers, and we had a IFLAB with the Arts Council and Arts Exchange and business owners, where they got to talk about how to support artists as business owners, and they got to hear from artists and how, what, would, what would make sense, and they got to hear from business people, what would make sense. I think we need to continue that conversation. Um, my goal is to again have an open conversation where we invite artists and um business leaders. Um, this is just one idea to talk about the artist registry, um, and how it can enhance a business space. Right? If it's a piece on loan, if it's having hand pieces for a period of time in a business, um. I think that would be a, a nice first step, but I think we also need to to see how we can promote artists in um, not just in Long Beach, because you know I understand as an artist, you you work where you work, you find work, you go work there. You find a commis- someone to commission a piece. They don't have to be from Long Beach. Right. You don't have to stay in Long Beach. So how does the artist registry also work outside of Long Beach? Right. Right. So so we'll kind of promotion do we have outside of our city to, to get work for our artists is also an important way of like, I have to figure this out, right? you know? And, um, I can't do it by myself. I need artist input, I need business input, I need, um, official, like city officials' input, I need everyone's input so that I can figure out the best strategy.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I will say though, that, um, uh, speaking to this local, non-local thing, um, uh, Long Beach has produced a number of really, really top-notch world-renowned, or at least regionally renowned um, professional artists uh, who have been featured in Juxtapose magazine, who have um, um, you know, had, had amazing careers professionally as, as fine artists. Um, there's David Early, there's Sandel Burke, there's Morahan, um, uh, who just is going to be featured in, the juxtapose uh, gallery oh, um, uh, there's a there's I think there's and of course Jeff McMillan mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a number of people who um, uh, we have as community members and as 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 community assets and I I personally think that, that I'm so sorry I personally think that um, they are assets that we should be reaching out to and engaging mm-hmm. in and and speaking to about um, how, um, how the community can benefit from their presence here. Um, I think that, and this goes back to something which, again, happened before you mm-hmm. really came on, but we had the Collaborative Gallery for a number of years, and in the last little while before it went away, it was beginning to feature the um, fellowship, the artists that received the fellowship grants. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was a brilliant way of showcasing the the uh, arts council's work and the community's um, great assets and resources, and in, in the uh, the fine artists who live and work in Long Beach. And and um, I was gutted to learn that that the, um, the the arts council, as an entity, decided they didn't want to be doing they they didn't want to do that anymore. And and uh, I'm wondering if, if um, moving forward in, in under your tenure, um, if you have any, any ideas about um, the relevancy of that kind of role and, and uh, if there are any plans to, to find some other way to uh, feature well, and showcase artists.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's my understanding that um, we may, and I say may in the sense of like how we work with, um, I believe, Lion. Uh, developers uh, the the development that had the collaborative gallery Mm -hmm. Um, it is my understanding that we are um, uh, before I arrived um, right before I arrived there was a meeting to talk about getting the collaborative again Mm -hmm. and so I know it's it's something that I need to follow up on Um, Sometimes when I think of, when I look at the calendar, I'm like, I've only been here three weeks, what is that? You know, because it feels, it can feel overwhelming to start like uh, this kind of position. Um, But from my understanding, um, I need to follow up on that and and see uh, where where they're at with that possibility and I think that if we were to gain that possibility, that opportunity, um, we would be able to highlight artists again. and you know, yes.
0: I was going to say, but philosophically, though, where are you on the on that 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 range of positions? That, because your predecessor had said pretty clearly that um, she didn't really feel like the arts council should be in that business. Mm-hmm. Um, that that sh- they should support um, uh, entities that are showcasing work, and that they shouldn't be in the business of putting together shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, where where are you? Well, we
1: operating? are a marketer of artists for our city. Right. And so, um, we, we need to look at the resources we have, look at our staff resources that we have, mm-hmm. and our capabilities, um, and our reach, and see how we can market our own artists here in Long Beach and highlight them mm-hmm. and feature them. Um, I don't know now, if that's gonna be through a gallery space. I don't know now if that's gonna be through some some online online capability. I don't know if it's gonna be on um, smaller occasions, if it's through open or smaller events and collaborations with other galleries or spaces. I don't know, but as a marketer, and this is part of our strategic plan, right, to be a marketer of the arts, we have to be able, and I do believe feature our artists. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I may not know exactly how that will translate but it's it's priority, it's in our strategic plan, it's in our vision and so um, we have to be able to um, have something to say about that and make sure that our artists feel like they're featured and and talked about and promoted.
0: Right, right. -hmm. Um, Another thing I was kind of curious about is as you know it's 40 years there's a lot of history there's a lot mm-hmm. of history um, and some of the history um, is good and some of the history is you know And there's a lot of history and um, when the Arts Council was first created it was created for a very specific purpose and that purpose was to take municipal money and distribute it to the large arts organizations mm-hmm. um, today um, that is not the case The amount of money that comes from the city to the Arts Council is just a fraction of what it used to be. Mm -hmm. And so those large operational grants are all but but irrelevant now. The the amount of money that the um, Long Beach Symphony, for example, receives from the Arts Council in the form of an operational grant is less than 1% of their operational budget. So it's not like it's as significant um, for them and, and so I guess one of the things that I'm wondering is, does that model make sense now? Mm-hmm. Um, per, is there perhaps another model that would better serve the current needs of the community? Mm-hmm. Um, when we're taking $15,000, which seems like a lot of money to you and I, when we look at $15,000 and we, we give that to the symphony, I'm sure they can do something really good with that. But wouldn't that money make more impact broken up into smaller little micro grants, mm-hmm. and be put directly into the community through um, mural projects or funding startup orgs, mm-hmm. things like that, that are, that are going to have much more um, uh, immediate and, and on the ground kind of impact? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I think that um, we need to have, as a city, we need to have a very clear understanding of what it means to have a civic arts program. We don't necessarily, I think, have that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> okay. So, so, um, and I also do think that it is a balance of everything that you just said. Um, we do have to figure out how we support our larger um, and I, I, I don't, I, I, w- I want to find a different word for this, but right now I'm going to use like destination institutions, mm-hmm. and our um, mid-sized organizations, our small and startup organizations, and our artists. It's, it's a huge spectrum of cultural workers here mm-hmm. in Long Beach that we have. Sure. And so, um, what? The opportunity I see now is that we are talking about percentage for the arts. We're talking about the arts. We're talking about arts in the community. Um, council district representatives are taking it upon themselves and with some initiative, and sometimes even in collaboration with us, on bringing art to their districts, uptown creative corridor. You know, example. That's just one example. Um, we need to understand that right now people are talking about the arts and the impact they it can make. Mm-hmm. And so we need to get that energy, right? And leverage it to have this very discussion and say mm-hmm. what can we do and if percentage for the arts is something that the city manager is going to come back, I don't know, maybe in June. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's supposed to be next month, but I don't. Right. Yeah. Right. What are we going to do? What what's this conversation of support and um, how do we help everybody? Sure. Um, and I really do mean everybody across the board, all districts, um, not just downtown centered. Um, and I know that some, some people feel that it's that way already. Mm -hmm. And so how do we make it so that the, a civic arts program is across the city? Um, there are some, you know, there are cities like, and there are cities adjacent to us, but I find it more interesting to talk about cities that are doing it well, outside of California, Mm -hmm. Uh, because there's many different models, right? So um, Greenville, South Carolina has a pretty good model of of civic arts program. Uh, Minneapolis has a really great model, Santa Fe, you know, so I'm thinking like, I know we have some Venice, Santa Monica, you know, we do have our local neighbors, but what are other people doing?
0: Right.
1: Uh, There's one great idea in Minneapolis that I love. And it's a CSA, but for artists. And so rather than you getting vegetables and fruits right? for a CSA, you get a piece of art.
0: Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And
1: I was like, wow, that's such a good idea. How can I implement that here?
0: That is a great idea.
1: Yeah. You know, and so now I have to look at details and see what, you know, make a phone call. Hey, I heard you have this program. How does that work? i think our our people would love something like that here in long beach absolutely you know Mm -hmm. so we have to think outside the box
0: right and and excuse me um you mentioned the uh, the the government role in this and and um that's something that traditionally the arts council has struggled with because Mm -hmm. uh, and i've actually been told this by um city managers and by Arts Council executive directors mm. that the relationship between the Arts Council and, and the city of Long Beach is difficult because when you go to the city with your handout and then you have at the same time um, uh, specific uh, uh, requests or agendas that you want them to change how they're operating, mm. uh, that there can be like a conflict there. And uh, uh, it, has, it has caused, in the past, uh, some hesitation on the part of um, uh, arts advocates operating out of the Arts Council to sort of back up a little bit and advocate a little bit less, because at the end of the day, it makes them think that, well, maybe our funding could be hurt if we push too hard. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, uh, and I think right now we have the most supportive um, municipal government, as far as the arts goes, in my recent memory, uh, in the last 15, 20 years, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, but um, when you talk about engaging our municipal leaders, um, what does that look like? What does that look like to you? How do you, how do you feel that you can build those partnerships?
1: Well, uh, with many of our municipal leaders, I already had a relationship with them before I started. So I think I've built a relationship of a community leader with them already uh, through my volunteer work, through um, programs I've been involved with, through mostly just showing up, <laughs> just being there, sure. right? Going to community events, saying my opinion, um, working with community groups that need help, um, someone needs to get done all right call said that okay hey yeah you, someone told you oh yeah let's do it let's talk that's the kind of worker I am Right. and so when I came in first thing I did was like hey I'm the new executive director did you hear yeah I heard all right let's meet up so I've been doing individual meetings with our council representatives that's fantastic little by little that's great right um, and I know we have great support I think you're right we have a great supportive Um, municipal government right now for for the arts. And so I need to gauge as well and listen um, to see where where they're at and where we're at and how we can make it better. And I I like having honest, direct conversations um, with them and be like, this is what we need or this is what the community is. It's not even about the arts council right now. It's about really advocating for the larger artistic vision um, because the arts... Thrive a community, right? They they drive a community and they make it enriching. They make it beautiful. Um, They make it active. They make get people out their out of their homes. Um, All the things that the city wants, right? Economic development, trade, tourism, yeah, (laughs) you know, technology, business, yeah, all of that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's what I've been doing right now, like talking to. individual council representatives and also to their offices and be like, what do you envision for your district for the arts and how can we collaborate?
0: Excellent. That's yeah. wonderful. That's great. And and reception has been positive. Oh,
1: yes. It's been great. That's great. Yeah, it has been. So I think you're right. We, we, we are at a good place right now to have a those conversations about equity um, and models and how, how we're gonna come together on the arts.
0: Mm-hmm. And then what about alternate sources of funding? Because again, you know, the city is one source and there's, there's other ways of, of generating um, mm-hmm. revenue for the uh, Arts Council. Um, and one of those ways I think is, um, comes from the larger community. Um, being aware of and supportive of the mission and the, the concept that, like you said, that the arts thrive. The community and and so how do we how do we um as arts advocates connect with uh the people who aren't necessarily artists themselves or even directly connected with the arts so much but they just benefit yes you know sort of in a tertiary sense how do how do we get them to, tr- to become activists yes and advocate for um municipal support or other kinds of, of support mm-hmm
1: uh you just talked about my biggest um goal here right um and and what's closest to my heart really we need our residents our citizens our artists who are residents and citizens of the city you know um we need everyone to understand what the arts council is about um we need um everyone and anyone to uh, know about the art in their neighborhood um, and the free programs offered in in their in their city, um, because it is the people that keep us going. Um, it's important for me as a person, like in life, this is really important for me that everyone have. Um, the agency to say I'm going to go to this play I'm going to go to this function because that is being an engaged person in your community and so there's a range here of engagement there are there are people in our city who feel they can do that there are people in our city who feel they can't go anywhere right Right. and feel okay I've heard it from artists I've heard it from community members, oh, I felt a little awkward when I went to such and such. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I think as an arts council, as an executive director, when I hear something like that, it, it doesn't sit well. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, we should be welcome to any function in any event. Um, and so I, ha- I know even great people who are my friends who are very involved in the city And, you know, once I got the position, they're like, you know what, Griselda, this is wonderful. I don't know what the Arts Council does. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you, right? And after I talked to them for a few minutes, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's so great. How do I help, right? Right. So we need to have those moments of, right, like, oh, my gosh, this is wonderful. What can I do? Right. And, And that involves, one, me going out there and talking and meeting people. You mentioned that there's some great people that maybe I should meet, let me know, set up a meeting, let's talk, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It involves us also promoting the micro-grants in a sense. I think sometimes not everyone's clear on, and we'll be having more workshops this year than last year on how to apply. how a microgrant is something that a commu- community organization can use um doesn't have to be an artist collective there's some, there are many options for the microgrants as right. of how you probably know yes, right yes yes. Yeah. and so we need more people to apply to those um, but we won't be able to have that advocacy and for the arts that love for the arts in our residents if they don't know what's available to them um, what's going on in the city if we don't have more art in their neighborhoods, and so it's 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 several things going on at the same time. And if we build all of them and stack them, and we build this civic arts program, then they will start to see, oh, this is all connected. Right. You know, so and so community group got an arts micro grant, and they did this at such and such event down the street. Oh, and I can go to a free concert at the Carpenter on this day. Right? Oh, and then there's this thing happening downtown that maybe I should take my family. Oh, but then, then, you know, down the street, there someone's painting a mural. Right? So if we do all of this little by little and we, we build those colorful blocks of a civil, civic arts program, then I think residents will be like, oh, this is what the Arts Council does collaborates, facilitates, markets, connects right. our arts.
0: Well, and the other thing that you mentioned about you know, when you talk to somebody and you and you share with with them what what's going on, and their response is, "What can I do?" Um, I think there's an opportunity there, and this is something that the Arts Council I think has also sort of struggled with, mm-hmm. is creating opportunities for volunteerism, uh, for participation with the community, and the Arts Council together, and I think that that's something that you can, <clears throat> you know, uh Develop partnerships with other nonprofits, or, but I think that there's a there should be a role, there needs to be a role, for people in the community who want to participate in some fashion, mm-hmm. but don't know how, mm-hmm. and I think that's a that's a possible um, area of growth and development for the organization. Yes,
1: yes, I, I need to also revisit the arts delegates um, <clears throat> program role that was created. Sure. Um, you know. Joanne has some great ideas. We recently had a conversation. Um, I'm going, you know, looking at the list of like, oh, can I talk about this? How can we reconvene? How do we really use this idea of arts representatives in a district mm. beyond us, right? And like, how do we build that group of people to bring more people to do something or... Not to toot my own horn. Okay.
0: Okay, but that was my idea. Okay, okay. <laughs> the artist representatives. Mm-hmm having them in each district. Okay. That was my idea. All right. I had participated in a conversation uh, with Antonio many, many years ago about what we could do as a community to um, improve engagement, to improve awareness. And, you know, one of the things that we discussed was the idea that often our elected municipal leaders aren't as well connected to the arts Mm -hmm. as they might be and uh, aren't as well connected to the Arts Council as they might be. And so that was a model that kind of came up, um, the idea of having somebody in each district who uh, would be connected to the arts and be connected to the municipal representative um, and to the Arts Council. Okay. Um, to, to And I, I think that that's still in its nascent, you know, it's not quite mm. fully... Mm-hmm. developed in the way that it could, but I still think it's a really interesting and, and yes. potentially valuable idea. Yes.
1: It is. And so we need to, you know, figure out how um, how to engage, um, how to activate these folks that, that we've recognized and be like, okay, so you love the arts, you're supportive of the arts, you want the arts, you you're passionate about it. Let's get all that energy and see what we can do together, right? We have, we have some really great arts advocates that are already working in the city, as you know. Right. And so, um, there's, you know, this is it's it's similar to something that really inspired me from the Women's Building, actually. Um, when I worked, at, when I volunteered, I was a volunteer at the Women's Building, but I got involved. In so many aspects of the women's building, not just like show up and do registration, they really use their volunteers to to help mm-hmm. the organization, right? To represent the organization, um, and I think there's potential to to have these delegates be more than um, a delegate or a representative to really engage and activate themselves and do um, community work, right? Right? Community artwork.
0: Well, I mean, that's really what you want, ultimately. Are mm-hmm. people converting people from consumers or or non-consumers, non-participants into advocates? Really, that's mm-hmm. that's ultimately that's what we want. Right. Is we want as many people in the community to be engaged mm-hmm. in advocacy, mm-hmm. because when that happens, uh, and then the people who are sitting in city hall have a harder time ignoring the the demands that you might make or mm-hmm. that I might mm-hmm. make, um, you know, when it's the whole city is sort of bat- pounding on their door and saying, "We really, this is important to us. Right. This is a priority for us. Right. Um, then they have to step back and go, okay, wait a minute. This is something I have to really think about. I can't just ignore it.
1: Yes, yes. You know? Yeah, C- cultural workers are are community organizers cultural workers are artists themselves many times uh, i consider myself a cultural worker. you know we we understand the artistic process we value it we think creative inquiry is the best <laughs> i mean i have to you know that's how i see the world like right. creative inquiry that's that's um um takes everything together in a sense and um we also are community workers, right? So cultural workers have all these arms, all these components, all these holes, and we become even a bigger, organic whole, right? Like, this is who we are as cultural workers, and, and we, um, any person can be that, right? If you love poetry, um, and you need to hang out with more poets or hear more poetry, you should be able to find poets in your city, right? right? right. You don't have to drive to L.A., we have a lot of great poets here. I'm a poet, and I know as a poet and as a community member of that uh, here in Long Beach, there are some really great poets in There's, the city. You know, that's you know? that's the joke is that in, in Long Beach, <laughs> you can't
0: like you can't throw a rock and not hit an artist. You know, it's just like they're they're, they're so much in part a part of the the the, the neighborhood mm-hmm. community fabric mm-hmm. of the city, and I think that um, my job as a journalist covering the arts, I've, I've said this before, is is I'm trying to create a portrait mm-hmm. of the city. And each interview that I do, each story that I write, is one little dot mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. sort of a pointillistic uh, portrait of the city. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm, I've been doing it for a long time, and I, I still feel like I just started. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a weird feeling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I just started, but it feels like a long time and then it feels some days where I'm like where did the day go this was way too fast yeah it's it's a strange yeah but I think you know you and, and I and so many other people in this city we genuinely love the arts and see it um as a force I think there's people in this world and we need all kinds of people people that think like oh public policy is the way to to go arts is the way to go for sort of service you know we need all those different kinds. Right. I really do believe that the arts are a changing force. Yeah. And I'm sure you do, and many other people do, and, and we need to make that known, right? We need to have people understand that idea, and if they believe it, come and join us, right? Let's, let's, uh, let's build something together. Great. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and sharing your your ideas and your your experiences with the community.
1: Mm -hmm. You're welcome. This was, um, you know, every opportunity I get to talk to the community, but also to meet community, it it really makes me